Luba is the new champion of Italy, and here with Volleyball Explained podcast, I'm Bogdan, Ronnie is here, and also Nicole, of course, and we are going to talk about the final in the Italian league. Luba is again the champion, they beat Perugia, three wins, 2-1, and again, Juan Torrena, Leal, Simon, champions Italy, of course, all the other, we are going to comment on that in the next, I don't know how many minutes. And my first first question is, are you surprised? I don't think so, but still. And because just after the first match, just to start also with the specific questions, just uh, after the first match, the win uh, for Lube in the first match, Vito Ken uh, has been fired and some some things changed, but not that significantly. So, who is first? Nicola. Nicola have more brief <laughs> inf- into this than me. Just because I saw all the game live or a sport, <laughs> I'm, I'm the leading voice there. No, well, I think that no one could, could say that, that we're surprised about the outcome. Uh, actually, I thought that after the first game, when Lube won uh, 3-1 in Perugia, I-, I thought this series would have ended 3-0 for uh, for Lube. I didn't think that Perugia would have eventually won one game. And about uh, the second things you pull out, uh, we saw it coming with Einen uh, being uh, away from the team. And uh, eventually, uh, Sirci tried to do what Lube did with uh, the Georgian Blingini before the the second game in the quarterfinal of the Champions League against Daska. And it, it didn't work. It worked for one game, maybe. They gave it a, an emotional boost to Perugia with Athanasienevich uh, back in the starting lineup. But, but that wasn't enough. I mean, in my opinion, it ended exactly as we predicted in the in the last podcast. Yeah, and was exactly the 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 right outcome, you know, through one. We all knew the uh, exists the possibility of Perugia taking maybe a game, and uh, it it was in the in, in the second, you know, in in Eurosol Forum, which was a surprise for me because I I was thinking if Perugia could could win again. Uh, maybe in his home court, will uh, that will be mo- a more um, real o- option? Uh, well, they ended winning in Eurosole, but it, it doesn't matter. Uh, in the end, Civitanova was the most uh, regular team in the playoff, and uh, prize to Juan Torena, who once more win the MVP award. And he gave it to Leal, but you know it's symbolic. The real MVP was uh, Juan Torrena. Uh, Roberland Simon again in in the in the first two games, and then he down a little bit. Uh, well, you know uh, all the team play play as one, and yeah, Lube is the rightful winner of this edition of Superliga. I'm just thinking about one thing. Uh, this is the thing about Atanasievich. Uh, at least for me, in the second, the third, and the fourth match, Atanasievich didn't 
play as we all know he could and he's able to, but he played very decently with pretty good numbers and actually helped Leon at least in the sets Perugia won in this uh, in these matches uh, to to be a better team than than before that. And I'm just thinking about something uh, uh, linked to to the to the behavior of the president of Perugia and also linked, of course, to uh, to Heinen. Uh, do you think that Heinen was fired too late? And uh, a hypothetical question: If Atanasiewicz started playing regularly earlier, maybe he could have been in a better shape for the final, and then Perugia could could have been a better opponent for for Lube. Do you think that something along these lines could have happened if all of these uh, uh, circumstances uh, occurred before that? I think that if you planned to to fire Heinen, but that wasn't the plan uh, before game one, you should have done it after the semi-final against Trento, the loss in the Champions League. That probably should have been the best moment if you if you wanted to have a shot to the to the Scudetto at the end. And yes, I think that if uh, Tomasiewicz would have played more regularly, it, it would have definitely been a, a better threat for, for the opponents. And they maybe have the, uh, Leon especially taking away maybe the, the attention of one of the blockers or, um, or or the defense uh, in general. Uh, actually, in game four of the of the series, Atanasiewicz ended up with 76% in attack, which is his best performance ever in a final in uh, in Italy. But that was mostly he had a good game, but that was mostly due to the fact that the blockers were more focused on Leon and on Sole, who was having also a good game. But with him getting in shape earlier. And maybe having some, how can we call it, tryouts during the semi-final against Monza, uh, Perugia may have more chances, not to win, but at least to fight. Because guys, game three was a non-game. I mean, if I tell you, without telling the opponents, Lube won three set, 20 to 25, 18 to 25, 14 to 25. Would you ever answer? It will be against Perugia in the final. No, it will be. Well, it, it won the game against, I don't know, Cisterna or Ravenna or Padova. So I think that the, the Atanasiewicz being in the lineup more consistently would have changed the outcome of the final. But maybe we would have some, some more fight, let, let's say like that. Two tie breaks, at least, maybe. Well, but uh, like Nicola said, the Atanasiewicz uh, earlier in the series or maybe in the semi-final yes, we would have been an improve but uh, in the end Lube is a better team a team that doesn't rely on one player and we, and we all know this because uh, for example in the first two games Simon was uh, doing some damage uh, and especially in the counters attack in the in the transitions and uh, he ended the two games straight uh, with 21 uh, 20, 20 points sorry and and then he 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 down the charge a little bit you know 
but Leal entered in the game. Camille entered, and in in game four, Juan Torena shows up, and in game three also. So uh, it it was a, a better team, a team that doesn't rely only in one player, and we all say uh, during the season. In this, in this program, we, we all say that uh, Perugia have a, a problem, that they only rely on one player, and Wilfredo Leon cannot score 30, uh, 30, uh, 38 points per game. It's, it's impossible to every human being. <laughs> and, and yes, he, he, he is the best, or one of the best after this season, but uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a hard task to, to carry uh, every game this, uh, this team of Perugia. And I think he understands that. Uh, we, I saw, you guys uh, hope, the interview uh, alongside Simon in the, in the final. No? And he take it very, very good for me. I, I think that in the end he, he knew that Uh, if Leon have to, if, if me, if I have to perform uh, and deliver 30 points per game, it's impossible. But of course, he didn't say that <laughs> with that specific words. But yeah, uh, next season we will have a different, uh, a different coach. Hopefully, uh, uh, opposite for once, a real opposite, and we will see. But this team of Perugia needs, uh, needs, needs time, and I don't think Leon have much time on that team. Firstly, I would like to say that uh, a little bit later in the podcast, we are going to comment on transfer rumors. And about Luban Perugia still, I think the biggest difference between the two teams is the fact that in Lube you have four or five players who can make the difference in any match. You have Leo, you have... Uh, Torena, you have Simon, you have Dicheco, and also, according to the to the to the stats and the, and the performance of uh, of his in this season, also Riklitski, uh, who is making also a great season. And of course, you have Barazo, But okay, let's see that the Libero can't ever make a difference in a in a match, even though he is absolutely great, and uh, I believe that he has a very great impact on this. Uh, Uh, great level of playing uh, uh, of Lube this season. And against that, you have only Leon and uh, let's say in the final also in the, in the second and, uh, I don't know, fourth match, Atanasiewicz, but he, he hasn't played uh, almost all season long. So it's uh, it's a little bit uh, awkward to, to talk about it. So, so against four or five players, you have only Leon. Okay, Leon is big, Leon is a monster, but uh, as, as Ronnie said, uh, he can't... Uh, do it alone and also we had a podcast uh, during the season with with the title one loan is not enough and uh, that prediction was right it, it's uh, it's for real that one loan is not enough so uh, this is a fact and if Perugia needs uh, uh, if Perugia wants actually to to win next year uh, more than the super cup uh, for sure they would need uh, more of a team not only alone and uh, some players around him Uh, do you want to to add something on that, and, uh, and or we can uh, go to the next topic, which is the very uh, interesting and uh, detailed topic on the fifth place, 
which have been uh, I just wanna... won, uh, won by Modena. But yeah, Nicole. Yeah, just one thing. I want to give some credit to, to Sole, who especially in the last two games played head-to-head with Simon. <laughs> Which is something that you that you rarely see uh, during during a game. Uh, he was one of the few reliable weapons for for Perugia, and especially of course, in, in, as I said, in the in the third and in the in the fourth game. And maybe he showed that if, uh, as you, we said. Um, we could add another um, spiker, whether it was Plotnitsky or an opposite uh, to Leon, with the the threat of Sole in uh, in in the middle, uh, the outcome could be different next year. But on the same time, I think that Leon played very well in the second game. It was stellar. I think maybe one of the best performances ever seen by the outside hitter in in the final in Italy. Thirty eight points. Four aces, three blocks, seventy percent attack. It was, it was a monster. But then in the ensuing two games, he, he underperformed, and especially in the third, when uh, uh, in the fourth, sorry, when Pl- Plodnitsky in the third, yeah, when Plodnitsky seems to be uh, a pal for for the, for the for that game, he he made a lot of mistake. But uh, as we told, I think. Uh, uh, regarding the semi-final with Trento, most of the mistakes were because Leon had to pull out the rabbit from the hat. Uh, I, I don't know if, if you get it, but he, he had to try to do something different to score points, to do something uh, out of the uh, out of the system, but it didn't work. So I didn't see uh, Perugia so bad for next year, but it definitely he had a lot of. A lot of uh, how could I say a long journey to to do if they want to fight head to head with Lube, but that goes for any other team in the Super League, I think. If, if Lube don't, I don't know if the Alien don't come on Planet Earth and kidnap some Lube players. Probably Lube is gonna win the next two three leagues. I still believe that they need a new setter as well, Perugia. I mean. Because uh, I don't think that that Travica is I, I don't know anymore anymore the uh, the man who can be compared to the other to the other setters. We are going to have Bruno again, the Checo, uh, Janelli, uh, of course. So I don't think that he he could uh, match them uh, also next season. So I believe that that uh, Perugia is needs to. Go not only for a new opposite, and uh, because Satanasevich is uh, is out of the Italian league for the next season, but also for a new setter. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But <laughs> the, the the question will be, who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's that's yeah. a question mark because, uh, of course, you know that all the Italian teams are vinculated to the three Italian players they have to, yeah. to line up uh, on every every play of the game. So if they don't change something in another position and the opposite is more likely to be Matt Anderson for next year for yeah. Perugia, uh, they have to, to pick an Italian setter. And I don't see any option available for them. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a very hard thing to, 
to predict, but I would still, if I'm the scout of Perugia, and I don't know how it's go, how it is with contracts in Italy, but I would say that Bertoli is much better now than than Travitzer. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it could be, but it would be difficult to take him away from Milan for two reasons, because he was born and raised in in, in Milan, so it's his team, and he wants to. At least he said he wants to to keep on improving himself with the team that uh, he always have have been uh, a fan and uh, one of the better prospect. It's the same with Giannelli. Potentially, Perugia could buy both of them. I mean, they they've got the money to buy uh, <laughs> to take Giannelli as a first setter and uh, Sbertoli as as a backup, but. The two teams that are led by those two players, I think they 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 won't let it go so easily. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. To have, to have uh, Saita too, maybe uh, Bodan doesn't like him too much, but uh, it, it's it's also an option. You know what, uh, Travica is not is not the 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 player he 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 used to be he after the the he was expelled i i believe i don't know who was uh, and uh, he ended with the national team he became some of uh, you know that kind of player that lose his uh, uh, the desire to 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 win or at least keep his level he he played in countries like iran i don't know maybe turkey also and out of this being an italian player you know that you have some privilege because uh, especially in the center position which are not uh, so many so many good players or at least experienced italian players you know uh, the best italian uh, center right now of italy have uh, 20 23 years old or 24 so and and he didn't he he, he didn't use uh, this he he decided to go out uh, outside and well uh, now trying trying to come back after playing in teams like Padova come on that that was a risky move and it, at the end it didn't it, it didn't it, it wasn't something that uh, that good as some people could predict. So yeah, uh, Travisa for me is not the it's not the right one for for this team of Peruvia. Okay, let's uh, just repeat again that Modena won the fifth place and mm -hmm. they will play in the in the Challenge uh, Cup. Uh, this uh, so dreamed of uh, Challenge Cup for the next uh, for the next season, uh, which has been. Uh, Won by the team of Milano this year uh, in the final against uh, the Turkish team uh, Zirat Bank. And uh, if you don't want to mention something about this one, maybe we can start with the transfer rumors. Uh, mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say only rumors, but uh, Don deals too. Don't but also done deals, yeah. Uh, let's start uh, according to the. Uh, to the ranking uh, this year's uh, this season so let's start with Lube uh, who is going to be changed and who is staying for now for sure and what of kind of rumors we have for now 
Well, I think everybody knows that Leal will not continue in the in the team. Uh, well, in case of any doubt, you guys, and I will promote now myself. <laughs> we <laughs> we had an interview in Cuban Spike yesterday with Osmani Juan Torena, and he he confirmed that Leal will continue his career in Modena, which for me will be the the big transfer this year in in Italy. Uh, and if if Saiset comes, I think it will be the second one. You know, because Saise has been uh, outside Italy for uh, for one one year, yes, and uh, Andube was the recent res recently champion. So yeah, Leal have the Leal transfer has more meaning to 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 all the market. Uh, and my and all the all the question now comes to the the second outside hitter. You know, people have been rumored several months now that it could be Kaczynski, it could be Lucarelli. Uh, we we don't say that it, it, it is a done deal. I think the final answer will come after the Champions League. And I'm afraid for Nicola because uh, Lucarelli uh, can be the, the option. I don't know if they will negotiate the right numbers but um, like Nicola has been saying too much uh, and, and often Trentino will will change his uh, his policy you know and they will I don't know try to rebuild a team but not that so uh, not not so strong like this year I don't know what what will happen uh, let's see but this these three movements from from Lube are more kind of uh, kind of sure. No, yes, Nicole. Yeah, I think um, I agree with you. I think that we we will learn more. We, we will learn more mm -hmm. about uh, Lucarelli um, move after the, the the Champions League final. Uh, that's an option, uh, and I think that probably on the Italian market is the best option for Lube mm -hmm. to, to replace Leal. And I, I don't know whether Real is the big transfer in Italy because we have to take into account that Ngappé and Bruno are coming back to, to, to Modena. So this probably you, you the, the two you brought out, Leal and Zaitsev, with the two coming back from How many championships, but how, how many championships have Ngappé? One, how many championships have Leal? Two, um, I mean, it is mo for me. It is more important Leal than Engapet right now. Engapet, we all know that come from two bad season or three, but more or less, you know, one ch final uh, championship, uh, uh, champions, League. champions League final, lose uh, two. Two seasons that Sanit uh, didn't want anything special, so uh, okay, Bruno maybe, but you know, it's uh, it's Leal. He, he he comes from the champion team, so that that's why I think is the is the most important. 
I don't know. Everybody I agree with Tony here, and I'm, yeah, I believe that I believe that in, in at least in his shape now, Lau is a much better player than than Gapet. Well, well, you know. Yeah, definitely. Everybody has his own opinions, you know. I I, I think that that that, that for me, uh, the transfer of Leal have more meaning. And let me tell you something. I think Leal will be more expensive than Ingapet, you know. So because Engapel has uh, have uh, want an exit from Kazan, you know, and and he 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 will do anything to get back to Italy to his to his home. So uh, now you have Leal, and we all know Leal uh, uh, is uh, is quitting Lube because of the money because he take a big cut uh, in the coronavirus season. So I don't know if the Gazeta de los Sports uh, numbers are, are correct, but uh, he, he was uh, making at least uh, 700 or, or, or 800 before the, 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 the pandemic hit. So uh, he, he received a cut for almost the, the, the half of the money. And you will expect that he, he, he asked for more. Lube says, I'm sorry, we don't have more. We have to... Uh, keep uh, the, the 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 team uh, equal, you know. So, yeah, he took the the best option for me. Okay, let's summarize that Lube will be with Juan Torrena, Zaitsev, Simon, Balazo, Anzani, Diceco, and uh, a second outside hitter, which is unknown for now. Uh, Anzani several... will stay. Uh, sorry, Anzani will stay. Yeah, I probably. Think, they they need think, three Italian players, so somehow it's it's more likely to for him I, to stay. I, I, I hear that he was negotiating something. I, I don't know ah, if okay. he has more money or well. <laughs> uh it's it's hard in this environment with all the other players around. So let's uh let's uh add some words about uh, Perugia. There we're going to have probably again Travica with Anderson again with Matt Anderson, probably most probably in uh in the in the team with uh with Leon and uh, Plotnitsky staying, probably again with uh Sole and some of the other middle blockers. Chilis Horse uh, renew his contract, so I think for next year the outside hitter will be Leon and T and Tyster Horse. I, and it, it should be that that lineup, you know, uh, for me. I don't know yeah. you guys. Agree. Yeah, pro prob probably they can uh, they can rotate uh, rotate the both players, but probably uh, uh, for with with the with the pure exception of the opposite, because Matt Anderson is is a very probable transfer. Maybe the biggest question mark for Perugia is the coach. So so my question is. Ideas for the new coach of Perugia. Gerbic. Gerbic. Yeah, Gerbic is the name that is coming out some people, many times here. Some people so. talk it about Marcelo Mendes, but uh, I think he will be uh, uh, working deep with the Argentina and Federation, not in club. So, but yeah. with all respect to any foreign uh, coach, there have been a few in the history of the Italian Super League that came there without ever uh, have coached in Italy and have been successful. The last two were Julio Velasco and Radu Stoichev. 
I mean, <laughs> just to name two. So I think that if Perugia could bring a coach like Nikola Gorbic that has played for years in Italy and also coached uh, Perugia and, and already coached Perugia and Verona in Italy, uh, that would be the, the, the right person in the right place. And in my opinion, he already knows the ambient. He already knows uh, what kind of uh, person Sirci is. Yeah, so he already knows how to deal with him, let, let's say uh, like that. So I, I think that could be the, the best uh, the best option. But it's okay. under contract with Daxa right now, yeah. so we'll see. And uh, I believe that also Bebeto De Freitas, because uh, Stoichev and De Freitas are the only two coaches which uh, who won the Italian league, I believe, in the in their first uh, yeah. their first my, seasons. My his soul rest in peace, Bebeto. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, Trento, what of, what changes are we going to have in Trento? Because if Lucarelli stays, I don't see any. Mm. Probably. I think what? the middle blockers, one of them will go will, will go to the market. I don't know if he's Lisinac or Podraskan. We'll see. I think that the, the outcome of the Champions League would made a huge difference. And because, in my opinion, it's easier to part way with players after you won a title than uh, to part way with players after you lost a final. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's my opinion. And Trento policy has ever been the one, and if you can't afford a player, uh, his contract, uh, don't go for it. Uh, it happened in 2013. I don't know if you remember, guys. Trento just won the Scudetto and the double Scudetto and, and Coppa Italia and finished third in the Champions League. Uh, suddenly, uh, a sponsor uh, di didn't confirm. So Trento basically moved his entire team to uh, Alkman Kankara. Wantorena, uh, Kaczynski, Rafa, Djuric, uh, Stoichev itself. And, and 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 they've rebuilt. That's what they they've done for in the past fifteen years. Actually, since they their, their inception of the team in the early two thousand. So this, I think that this will be the policy this season too. We have to to remember that that team, the actual team, this season team, uh, was built before the coronavirus impact. So all the contracts that I said many times, uh, the ones with Abdelaziz, Podrashan, and Lucarelli has been signed before the, the, the pandemic. So Trento uh, thought they could have afforded it with the, with the fans, with the money of the, of the game days. Uh, that couldn't happen because, you know, you, you can go to the Palasport. And if you don't have the income of 4,000, uh, fans uh, every every week in week out, uh, it's difficult to to keep the to keep the level. I, I'm pretty confident whatever the the team will do. I mean, in the past 13 years, Trento is the only team who never finished uh, above, uh, uh, always finished in the top four in the regular season. He has done 12 semi-finals in the past 13 years. No other team has done it. So programming. A team is what they could do better here in, in the north. So I'm confident. I mean, I, I wouldn't be so 
uh, can you say disappointed if they downplayed the the team. At least we will still be there, and somehow that um, Trento will fight. For uh, for us, the team are, are shaping up. Anyway, they will be beyond uh, Luba and Modena. So um, I, I don't think they could aim for trophy next year, even they keep the, the the team they had this year. Okay, let's go to Modena. We mentioned, of course, Modena uh, along the lines with uh, Bruno, Ngapet and Leo. Uh, who will be the other four? If I could say something that I don't mean to be rude, unpolite, or disrespectful towards Katia Predini, Modena's president. But every 20 days, she complains about the fact that there are no money around, that they should be helped, that most of the, uh, how can I say, of the moves in the market uh, are too expensive. And he had, she had uh, some beef with uh, Beppe Cormillo in the past, <laughs> in the past month. So, uh, but somehow uh, she managed to pull out a team which was uh, intended to be a team this year that have uh, have been based on young players and developing young players but that project just after one year it went south and uh, la via is already confirmed in trento so basically they will have a team of veterans they will have uh, Leal, they will have Nangape, they will have Bruno, probably Stankovic will stay. They have to to decide what to do with Grebennikov and with uh, Luca Vettori. So still, it's the early stage of the market and we will see in a couple of weeks, I think. I would say uh, something about Grebennikov. They need Grebennikov. I believe that Grebennikov is the only liberal that can make a pairing of Ngapet and Leao work in terms of reception because uh, uh, Leao is not the receiving guy for sure uh, and Ngapet tried to be the receiving guy in Zenit in the season where Sokolov was playing as an opposite and Mikhailov was playing as an outside hitter and so we all saw that it didn't work, it collapsed actually. There were absolutely annihilated in many matches. So Ngapet couldn't be the guy to receive a lot. So they need Grebenico for sure. But in terms of money, I don't have if, if they are going to handle it because with all the Brunos and, and Leao and Ngapet and uh, I don't know what else. So Vettori is also interesting. interesting again, interesting thing. Because they need also an opposite, and with uh, Ngapet is Leao only, it's not going to work either. So it's hard. They, by the way, they have very, very talented youngsters with uh, with uh, Poro as a backup setter, probably, and uh, Rinaldi as a backup uh, outside hitter. And I believe those two are very talented, and uh, we will show this in the future. But they need the decent opposite, and it and is uh, very. Uh, Interesting question for me, who is going to be this opposite? And if Vittorio was stays, could they actually uh, be in the fight for the title? The, the problem with Gerbenikov is not money, it's the number of the Italians. It's, so, it's, yeah. always this, it's the same problem for every team. I think that probably um, if Gerbenikov will stay, 
you have to to have both middle blockers Italian, so you could keep Indeed. on go, yeah. going with Mazzone and Stankovic and an Italian opposite. I mean, yeah. No. If you don't want to keep Vettori, what are the options? Sabi, you bring back Pinali from Ravenna. Nelly. Or, <laughs> or, or, or like uh, our friend Passini say, bring Kamil Rilischi and go out uh, uh, with Gravenikor and bring Escanferla from, from Piacenza and don't deal. <laughs> yeah, the, the president of Piacenza said he she's she not going to sell... Scanferla, yeah. So, but but you know, I think that we, we can't rely too much on all the the declaration of, of presidents and agents and players. We know how the market works, so they could say white in the morning and it's black in the in the afternoon. Just, so. just let me say something that Bodan say uh, in relation to Engapet. When Engapet was in Kazan, you know, man, uh, for me the best. The, no, sorry, the worst uh, liberals out there are the Russians, you know, because they are not uh, skilled, uh, skilled players, uh, not at least not like Argentinian, Italians or Polish. So uh, who was the, 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 the liberal of, uh, of that team? Valentin Kotkofer or Valentin Gorbiov, so I agree totally. Uh, well, for me, the the best liver of, of that team in the racing history was your comrade, Todor, uh, sorry, Salparov, and, uh, and Verbov, and Verbov, and Verbov of course, nothing else. So uh, it was expected that they, they had a, a rough year, especially with uh, Mihailo playing being oxide heater you know and uh, only with the with a pure oxide heater like Irving you you can expect to have a decent uh, reception line so that was one of the reasons that it, it didn't work but North's never been a of course not of course not you know yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah, but Bednosh was the next season. Okay, uh, let's finish with Modena mm. and also Monza because they were they were fourth in the in the championship. Uh, the the news from yesterday, I believe that uh, the the Czech player uh, Donovan Javornok is is staying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say that uh, with uh, with all the the better teams uh, filled up, Awagumja uh, uh, will stay also. I believe in Monza. I would, I would say this. Uh, it's said that he will sail to Piacenza. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Volleyball, volleyball Plus, which is a, a famous uh, Turkish blog, uh, confirmed that he's going to he will go into Piacenza right now. So uh, I don't know, but it is it is official. I think that uh, he was the rookie of the season this yeah. past season and. Uh, uh, a truly good discovery, you know. Uh, he he was around a few years in the Arcas organization of Turkey. Uh, his brother also plays there, but uh, yeah, he he is really something. And I think with twenty five years to twenty six, he can be one of the best out there, you know. And uh, not not the best, you know, because you have to respect all the players that will come. Uh, from now on, but uh, for me, one of the top three opposites in Italy, I, I, I believe so. Yeah. yeah, 
I would add just one one uh, little news, one little rumor actually from the Bulgarian transfer market that uh, maybe, at least in my opinion, the biggest uh, Bulgarian talent under 20, the 18 year, 18 years of age, Denis Karagin from the team of Neftuhimik is, uh, uh, I don't know, it's a rumor that probably she's going to be to be a backup in the team of, of course, a backup in the team of Monza next season. But this is just a rumor, nothing confirmed yet uh, for now. Uh, let's let's talk about the, the other. So Piacenza, I don't know, Milano and Verona. Do we have some... Interesting rumors there. Probably for me, at least, it's interesting what is going to happen with Stoichev and Kaziski in uh, in Verona because for me it's clear that uh, Verona had, uh, can't rely on uh, enough uh, enough financial uh, income and gains in order to be competitive for the first uh, five six teams in the league. Yeah, it's a big question mark. Uh, what will do Verona next season? Uh, two years ago, the main sponsor that was Calcedonia uh, le- left the team. So already past year and this year, they had to deal with uh, some cut of the budget. And I, I don't know what's going to happen. And there are very few information from from Verona right now. I mean, they haven't sold anyone yet. And they haven't bought basically anyone yet. The only one who already gone is Jeski that will play in Milano next year. And they brought in Vingel, but basically Vingel was there for the past 10 games of, of this season, this season two. And for the other teams, I, I'm pretty thrilled about Piacenza. I mean, still they, they're not official, but they should have brought in Brizard as a setter. Lagumja has an opposite. Rossard as a outside hitter that will play alongside with uh, with Russell, and Chester probably will be the other middle blocker with uh, with Polo. Um, it, it it will be a, a great team, especially if we consider that it's coached by Bernardi, who has been able to bring out the best from most of his players if he could work with them. Since the beginning, like Ronis has been said, since the the past two months, that probably Piacenza, thanks to the to doing the preparation with Bernardi, could be a great team. Uh, the, the the main question mark, other than Verona, is whether Ravenna will still be in the Super Lega or not, mm. and what happened with Vibo. That right, right now, basically, they they sell everyone. They, yeah, they've they've sold everyone but Saita and uh, and Rizzo the 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 libro the libro yeah and Shinaniese will play in uh, in Milano if I'm not wrong and uh, Abubakar will play in France uh, De Falco will play in Holstein um, in Poland Poland so we will see what what they do Rosar Rosar will play in what uh, Piacenza? In Piacenza. yeah. And the fact that they ended up last in this five-place uh, pool, winning just one game, uh, didn't help the enthusiasm, let's say, of the of the management to to build. But I rely on their uh, general manager, which is uh, uh, Nini De Nicolo, mm-hmm. who's uh, a guy who brought in Italy a lot of 
very interesting players during the year. So I'm pretty sure that somehow, somewhere in the world, <laughs> he'll find out some some good players and that could build a, a team uh, around Nishida that could fight for every title <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> in Italy. Well, let's let's come to this also because this is uh, a regular topic, and so it also with the approaching fast approaching uh, VNL. Uh, it's going to be interesting, at least for me, to watch to watch what Nishida will do there. Because I was uh, I was a guest in five uh, one volleyball podcast, and uh, and there I mentioned that probably it's better for Nishida to start uh, in a l- lower lower level championship league than the Italian one. Probably something like France, maybe Germany. I don't know. Uh, Turkey, for example, but then was what is going to uh, uh, be what is going to be with all this hype around him because he's the I don't know the best player in the world in uh, in that one. So it's yeah, uh, it's it's not it's not going to be an easy decision. And mm. I believe mm. that I believe that we, he shouldn't stay in. In Japan, if he wants to to prove uh, something, I don't oh, know. What. F- first of all, the Nishida transfer for me is a commercial one. You know, it, it is you have a big market in Asia, and you know that nowadays uh, all the teams rely on the social media and do social media campaign. You know, uh, relying in a player and a player like Nishida, who right now have the backup of the uh, International Federation 5 IBB, uh, is important for, for, for any team, of course, not for the big ones, that they, 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 they look for money in, in other uh, uh, sides, you know, in, in, other, uh, in other ways, I mean. So, but uh, for um, a small team like, like uh, Bill Valencia, could be interesting and to see, you know, uh, how how the, the 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 brand will will go and will be followed, you know, because for me Nishida is the best Asian player, uh, at least the most uh, popular player in Asia right now. I don't consider uh, maybe well uh, 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 Maruf in Iran who has the the most, uh, but but. I think Maruf is only well known in Iran. You know, Nishida is more big in in almost every part of the world. The fact that we are speaking right now about him proves <laughs> that you know. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, of course, all my respect for Ishikawa, and and before him, Yu Kushikawa, who was the one of the first for me in in the Rally Point era, uh, Jap- Japanese player that come to prove his luck or at least how good they, they were uh, in, in the reality, you know, coming to Italy. I was remember now in the uh, 2008, maybe, uh, the Olympic qualification tournament when Yu Kuchikawa made a, 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 like four, four, or, four or three aces versus it, Italy. I don't know, maybe if he wasn't 2008 was in 2012, but yes, uh, guys, uh, it will be really interesting if Nishida in the end comes to to Italy. Jokes aside, I think he 
he's very young. Uh, maybe he he's not the tallest player out there. In fact, he is only 186 centimeters. But everybody says that he can jump. Now the real question is, he can jump like that all this season with all those big teams, you know? So, yeah, that's the yeah. question that I put here for you. Yeah, the, the, I... The, I heard some 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 music in the background. I don't know from where no, it's coming, yeah. but maybe probably we can say that it's Japanese, so it's it's uh, it, it fits. Uh, yeah, Nico. No, yeah, I was saying that jumping is is not enough in Italy. We've seen with Leon his first year in Italy. Leon relied a lot on his athleticism, um, extraordinary athleticism. I'm not comparing Leon to Nishida. I'm just saying <laughs> that. In, the, in his first year, it was evident that, that Leon relied a lot on the power. And then he improved a lot, even on, on technique and choices against the Italian blockers and, uh, and, and the league. So I agree with you, uh, Bogdan, when you say that he probably should have picked another league to, to begin in Europe. But who knows? I mean, uh, we all know that the left-handed players are always... Uh, and you know, a big problem for for the receiver and for the reading blocks. So that that that's one of the skills he could use. Uh, he could use the most. Um, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I hope that the that you could go to to the arenas next year. So I want to see him live in Trento to see how how he will perform. Okay, let's uh, let's end this uh, episode of the podcast with a prediction for the. Final of the Champions League between Trento and Zaxa. Who starts? I want I want to believe that the game will go smoothly. You know, despite the fact that Zaxa is a very good team, and they have proved this uh, beating two of the greatest teams in this competition, like Lube Civitanova, the last champion, and uh, for time in a row champion Senit uh, Kazan. You know which is, at the same time, the second best team in this competition with seven titles. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, this is a sports and the history doesn't matter. You can be one of the biggest uh, teams in the world. And if you don't take serious the game, you can lose uh, or tell that to, to, to Lubec Vitanova and Kassan. Uh, but Either way, for me, Trentino is the is the favorite in this uh, in this match. I think that the biggest problem of both teams, but especially in Trentino, is that the fact they are being out of competitions. Uh, they will go into that final without playing a single game in 23 days, so that can be hard. Uh, Nicola, I think you mentioned uh, in the in the messenger uh, early that Civitanova uh, had the same problem, you know, and uh, yeah. they, they were without a single game uh, before the game versus Saxa, and that um, probably may cost them the, the victory in the, in, the, in, in, in the first leg. So, yeah, uh, but I also think that Saxa uh, have been without competition uh, 14 days when they go to that match and they have also will go to travel to to Italy 
and another series of uh, of uh, of things, and that's why I believe the uh, Trentino maybe not three one, but they they are. Uh, uh, more close to take that cup than for me sucks so yeah well of course as a trentino fan i hope that uh, the trento will, will win the the cup but i see it very even and it's one game you know, everything could happen it's, it's no i know it's something uh, i know very very uh, very banal to, to, to say, but we see many times in this sport what the difference of one game is compared with a, with a serious game or even just with a two-legged uh, series with a semi-final. I mean, I remember the last Final Four Trento was in the, in the Champions League in 2016. They beat Lube 3-0 in the semi-final and Trento was the weaker team of the four reaching the... The, the semi-final and they played five set against Zenit in the final and I think they were up to one in the, in the set and they 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 fought till to the last point and about that game I think the most important thing for Trento probably is for the attackers not to be frustrated but uh, by how Zaxa defend uh, because we've seen against uh, Lube we've seen it against uh, Zenit they have a huge ability to keep the ball in the air, to keep, to keep playing. And they won a lot of points, a lot of long rallies that could make really the, the difference. We'll see, we'll see. I don't see a clear favorite then. It's a final and everyone, of course, wants want to, to win the title. The 33 days hiatus without playing it's probably affecting Trento, I think, especially in the first set. But once they get the rhythm, that probably would be that a big issue. But we don't know. We will see on Sunday. I mean, I will be drunk either way, whether they, they win <laughs> to celebrate or the lost to, for, to forget the loss. No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, we have a song here in Bulgaria that win or lose, we're going to be drunk or just something along this line. So, uh, I think I, I think <laughs> the woman, uh, I we all know that uh, Nicola here is not a big fan of women volleyball, but I especially myself enjoy now and then see a, a woman uh, uh, match, uh, but I think the woman uh, final will be more even. So, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it will be the the, the first one yes uh, at yeah. 7 and uh, at 17 yeah. p.m uh, of italy and spain in bulgaria yeah. will be 18 18 yeah 18 and the final of may will be 20 and a half you know uh, yeah. in bulgaria 21 and a half yeah that's that's the perfect perfect numbers so i i also believe that uh, cuneliano and savakov bank will be a great show and uh, i hope that trento zaxa will also be a great show and i believe that trento is a slight favorite uh very dependent on the fact that they didn't play a match for a long time but zaxa also didn't play a for probably how many Two weeks, well, two weeks days, for two Saxa, weeks, uh, yeah. two weeks for Saxa, three weeks for 
for Trentino. Yes, it's not that big of a difference. Uh, and the interesting fact that it will be like a chess match for me because they are going, they had actually not going to have they had the, the uh, a, a huge a huge window of time to in order huge period of time in order to prepare uh, and to be ready for everything and to know every move of uh, of the opponent in every in every second of the match so it will be very interesting and i will i believe that it will be a tight match but uh, with i don't know 24 yeah. i would say uh, in a in a little in a little bit uh, breakdown i will i will say that tonuti right now slightly better than janelli maybe nicola don't agree but opinions are opinions uh, the the middle blockers for me will be decisive because we all know that in this season Janelli have been some issues with the game uh, by some uh, some three uh, for the middle you know and Saxa is a team that rely too much uh, in in this kind of combination besides the game uh, of course with Semenyuk and uh, Sligwa and of course uh, Kasmarek. If we put player by player, the only the only thing that you can say is that uh, the Trentino players have more name are, are more famous, but let's not mistake that with the with the out outcome. I think that like Bodan and Unicola uh, have been saying in the in the in the last uh, game uh, month, both teams are equally in terms of strength, maybe. Trentino have uh, an Emir, but Kasmari have proof this season that he is a, a, a big force, especially in Poland. And yeah, uh, both teams, uh, maybe Saxa won the cup, but that's it. And Trentino is still looking his first title of the season. Maybe this will be the one. Yeah, maybe Trentino players, at least some of them, are more used to play this kind of games and mm. thinking about Lucarelli, for example, uh, thinking about uh, Marco Podrashanin, and I think about Giannelli himself. Mm. I mean, it's 24, he's already played, uh, <coughs> sorry, uh, two finals in the Europe, uh, European, uh, European Championship for, for national teams, an Olympic final, uh, uh, FIWIB, uh, club World Cup final World already Champions. played, yeah, exactly. World Championship, sorry, already played a Champions League final, two CV uh, Cup final. Is used to play that kind of games, and maybe that's the slightly difference between uh, two teams. But on the other side, maybe the enthusiasm of the one that has never been there uh, could could make the the difference as well. So. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we we just have to wait less than two days, mm -hmm. so... And yes, yeah. for me, 3-1. Yeah, same. Okay, uh, that was all for today. Thank you guys again. And uh, thanks again to the to the listeners uh, of the podcast. So, of course, don't forget to, to subscribe to Volleyball Explained. Push the bell. Subscribe to Cuban Spike push the, the bell also there and of course uh, follow uh, Pilole Di Volley in Facebook and in Twitter and if you're a fan of our podcast 
uh, of, of our podcast, you can also support us with a, a small donation in Patreon. And I would like to thank to our Patreon, Daniel Yordanov, a great fan of, uh, of our content. And I would like to thank you to thank him again. Thank you again. And when are we going to make the, the next one? Uh, yeah, not, not just after the final, because for only the final, I don't think it worked, but we can do it a little bit later and also can, uh, can share more insight about transfer rumors and uh, some preparation uh, in, in terms of the, of the upcoming uh, international, VNL, international VNL. competitions. Yes. Yeah, international competitions, because it's not only the VNL, it's also the Olympics, uh, which has, has been see. moved from uh, last year. I hope that there will be Olympics because it's not 100% sure for now, but okay, let's see. Thank you again and bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.